Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. Welcome, Brewer fans, back to another Brooker Review podcast. Got Scott with me tonight, and Vince will be chiming in here any moment. Um, we're going to talk about the Brewers uh, last week of games, and also they just kicked off the home stand here against the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll be talking about a big night from Kristen Yelich. Um, so let's, uh, before we get started, let's uh, recap. Uh, last week, the Brewers went 2-4. and four. Uh, They did win the series against the Dodgers in L.A., also in L.A. against the Angels. They got swept earlier in the week, so not an ideal week. I know none of us predicted that. I think Vince had us going 4-2, and two, and we both said 3-3, three and three, Scott, so we were missing the mark a hey little guys. bit, but I really did not. I'm back. Hey, oh, hey, Vince. Just, we just started here. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah, so we're um, basically talking about the Brewers last the week. of They went 2-4 and four on the week. Uh, I guess what are your guys' thoughts, Scott? Maybe I'll start off on – uh, and the Brewers' uh, last road trip here, basically just in L.A. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we didn't look super great against the Angels. Um, I mean, we were kind of behind pretty much just about the entire time. I mean, we never even used Hater, I don't think. So uh, it wasn't a particularly good time. And not only that, but you figure that, you know, almost two full games of that was without Mike Trout and we were still getting kind of beat up a little bit. But we did bounce back and take two or three from the Dodgers. So that's definitely a good thing since they're in the NL. Uh, you know, and obviously we have an ax to grind with them. Um, you know, obviously that series was a little bit more important. If you're going to take two or three from one of them, it better be the Dodgers. So overall, I mean, two and four, you can't really be happy with it. But um, – it's a West Coast trip, and it's two very good teams. So you tip your cap and move on, and we bounce back tonight. Yeah, good assessment there, Scotty. Um, the Angels series was pretty frustrating, to be honest. Uh, the pitching definitely did not hold up. Um, yeah, a, a very frustrating series. I, I think the American League has been a problem for the Brewers in years past as well. But, um, yeah, two or three from the Dodgers was good. We looked a little anemic on Sunday. It's been kind of up and down. I, I think the pitching is a bit of a concern at this point. I I know that we've been decimated by some injuries in the bullpen um, between Javier Wall and Jeremy Jeffers and Corey Knebel. So uh, remains to be seen how we're going to manage to come back from those um, injuries. I know that Jeremy Jeffers is scheduled to be activated from the disabled list. I think uh, tomorrow as of the taping. So. Um, hopefully that, that solves the issue. Um, starting pitching is going to have to figure out how to be more consistent. You know, we've seen Freddie Peralta have a great outing and two bad outings, and um, Corbin Burns has had an abnormally high uh, home run <laughs> rate that he, he's given up. Um, very, very atypical of him. But, um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of being more consistent. Um, nothing that we need to, you know, worry about the season being lost over, but at the same time, yeah, the frustrating series in Anaheim and, um, you know, I, I think some of those problems still are showing in the Dodgers series as well. Yeah, um, obviously it was a long week for the Brewers, but they're back kicking off homestand and tonight against the Cardinals. Um, they took the game 10-7. to 7. It was an awesome game. Um, Christian Yelich hit three home runs. Uh, the most ever Brewers hit in the game, of course, tying a bunch of folks. But, um, yeah, 
Josh Hader came in and closed uh, closed out the game, and basically um, he's the most dominant and best closer, most dominant reliever and best closer in baseball. So, I mean, we've got last year's MVP and Josh Hader, um, and I think the Brewers really stand – those two players really make the Brewers stand above the other teams that are competing against the division, like the Cardinals and the Cubs. And um, Scott was pointing out, the interns dug up this info about the – uh, so far in five games this year against St. Louis, Christian Yelich has had a home run in all five games, three of them tonight. That's seven home runs in five games against the Cardinals this year. Um, unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that uh, what, what we can talk about um, is, you know, what the – plan is for the entire season for our three young starters and Fred Peralta, Corbin Burns, and Brandon Woodruff because um, as we're seeing already, there's going to be some ups and downs um, in you know, their professional development at the major league level and at some point, some of them will probably have some innings caps and, not, um, and so I think other pitchers uh, namely um, Jimmy Nelson are possibly an acquisition later in the year are going to really be key factors in the Brewers uh, reaching the postseason. But with that, I think that these three young pitchers, we are going to ride for most of the year. And I think a lot of our postseason aspirations will rest on how they do. Um, and I personally don't have a problem with that plan, and I don't have – really any major concern with any of the three pitchers. Um, but there is, there are some worries there. So um, I guess what are your guys thoughts overall on, on, on those three pitchers? I mean, I think that it's just a matter of being consistent, number one, but number two, my biggest concern isn't necessarily throwing those three guys into the rotation. It's throwing all three of them into the rotation. And then you take out some guys that were very key for our bullpen last year with both Burns and Woodruff. So, um, I think that we're seeing maybe guys having to adjust to new roles, but I also think that there's um, a bit of a hole in the bullpen when you when you take out a guy like Brandon Woodruff, again, who pitched so well for the Brewers in the bullpen in September and October of uh, 2018, or when you take out Corbin Burns, who pitched lights out in the bullpen from July through the end of the year and through the playoffs. So I think that that's really where the issue comes in. I, I, I think that they're all talented enough to um, make a go of it in rotation, but if you go back to some of our podcasts, before the season started, I think that nearly, I think that all, all three of us and Chad all predicted that the um, guy, that at least that, that two of the three guys might end up in the rotation that we keep at least one of the bullpen. So with the injuries, I'm surprised we didn't go with that plan. Um, but, you know, this is where we sit in, uh, in April, please. Yeah, I mean, I guess right now, anyway, I mean, like you said, they're obviously with all the subtractions uh, from the bullpen. You look at guys that have really kind of stepped up a little bit. Um, Junior Guerra has done a really good job so far um, working at the back end of that bullpen. And to a lesser extent, um, I guess Albers and Barnes have done a a pretty good job so far. I I didn't expect that. They're exceeding my expectations. Let's put it that way. Um, But looking at the rotation, even Chessine hasn't hasn't really done much of anything yet either. I mean, Zach Davies is the only – uh, starter with an ERA under six right now. So, yeah, it's, it's been tough. The most alarming thing that I, I see right now is definitely the home run rate with Corbin Burns. He gave up four, I think, all last year in 38 innings. 
And so far this year, he's already given up nine. That's incredible. Um, so that's definitely got to change. That's what worries me most. Yeah, and it's weird because it's an aberration against his minor league numbers too. So, you know, I guess the question remains to be answered. What is this, you know, indicative of? Is it just kind of a weird flip on his career or is it something that, you know, the Brewers need to be concerned about because guys are seeing him, you know, a second or a third time through the order um, where that wasn't the case in the bullpen or with lesser um, challenging competition in the minor league. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. Um, I think that um, Burns has home run problems. I, I think that they will get figured out. Um, I think they'll work through those. Freddie Peralta, he threw that gem of a game, and I think he really has that type of – that in him if he can locate his fastball. Um, and the times that he doesn't, he seems to really get burned, especially early in games. And, that you know, that's not a good trait you want to have for a starting pitcher, to, you know, get burned early um, and put your team in a hole and that's happened all right so there's really some ups and downs with him and um, and then of course Woodruff's been pretty solid um, but again like you're pointing out Scott everyone's got an area like over six uh, and I think it's really a testament to our offense that we're in first place because we're pretty stacked up and down the order I mean yes Monty Grandel has been hitting phenomenally as well our big um, catcher acquisition and then even Orlando Arcia has really um, been hitting much better than he did all of last year, and I really feel that he's capable of doing that throughout the whole season. And if that's going to be the case, I, I really think uh, the Brewers' offense can, you know, deal with the pitching staff as long as our bullpen somehow gets solidified. And I think Jeremy Jeffers coming back should help do that. I think the loss of Corey Knable for the whole season is a sting that we feel all year. And, you know, I, I think maybe um, Stearns could address that at some point before the training deadline um, by bringing someone else in. Because some of the guys that he has brought in, I'm just really not too super enthused about. Uh, you know, like Jacob Trika and um, I do like Alex Wilson, but I don't think he's necessarily a huge back end of the bullpen type guy. Um, I'm not uh, too trusting of Matt Albers anywhere in the bullpen either. Uh, but with that being said, um, I, you know, Claudio also, um, he's supposed to be really good, but to me he's only been mediocre so far. And he's walked a few guys when he really shouldn't have, in my opinion. But anyway, overall, I think the bullpen will be fine. But I think Jeremy Jeffers, the good version of Jeremy Jeffers from last year, needs to come back. And really, you know, make you know fill that big void that I think is is in the back of our bullpen right now. Mm. Let me ask you this: If um, Jeffers comes back and he shows that he's just as dominant as he was last year, um, does he automatically reassume that closer role, and does Hater go back to that um, kind of fireman, multi-inning, close and late kind of role? I would say most managers throughout baseball, you know, go with that traditional, oh, wow, I put this guy in a closer role, he lights out. Of course, you don't take him out of that position. However, I think Hader is a different animal because of the fact that uh, the way that we use him and weaponize him in the key situations from basically the sixth inning on when, you know, we were honestly facing the heart of the team, the our opponent's lineup is when we really utilized him. Um, really was super effective last year. So with that being said, 
I do think that Jeremy just Jeffers would probably, you know, be the, maybe not officially named closer, but get most of the closing opportunities so that Hater can be that rover through the seventh to ninth inning and basically come on and put out any type of rallies that were to, you know, start late in the game. And I think that that's the role that he was really effective with last year. And I think it's where he's been, he can be used the best. With that being said, if that happens to be during the last inning of a game that were, it's a close game too, then, you know, he could pick up some saves too. But I think, I think it won't be just anointing, um, Josh Hader is the closer because he's done so well so far. I think it will go back to the same system as last year. Yeah, I'm a little worried about Jeremy Jeffers, guys. I hope I'm wrong. I just think that with this weird injury in spring training and kind of the weird way that it's been last year that, um, you know, if you guys remember, he missed game 163 because he had some mystery injury and then did not pitch well in the playoffs against the Dodgers and his, his numbers and his rehab outings and the minors have been worrisome as well. I'm, I'm a little worried about him. Um, I hope I'm way off on this and that we're laughing about this in a couple of weeks. But um, at this point, I, I guess that they'll probably put him back into a, you know, closers type role, so to speak. Um, you know, knowing that Craig Council likes to bring in guys for situations specifically, um, like you said, Craig, but I just, I, I, for some reason, I'm, I'm a little more worried about Jeremy Jeffers than maybe, you know, folks are talking about, especially our colleagues like Tom Hodgecourt and and Adam McCauley maybe downplaying the injury a little bit. I just don't know what to expect out of I, I personally think that um, Jeffers is probably going to get eased back into the closer role. Um, sort of the way that, um, well, I guess Knable quite never quite made it back, I, I guess. But um, when he had his injury last year, he was, you know, obviously like we'll say, okay, I'll throw him out there for the sixth. Okay. Yeah. He's been dominant. Okay. Now you're going to work the seventh and the eighth. So, um, you know, he's, he obviously just got put in more and more high leverage situations. And I think that's what they're going to do with Jeffers. I mean, I would like to see him, you know, come in and, you know, work a clean sixth inning and just, you know, kind of work his way. Yeah, I do agree with you, Scott. They'll probably ease him back into the role, but I hope that he, like I was saying, the quote-unquote good Jeremy Jeffers from last year where he really had some dominant stretches, does return, and can be that solidifying force as a de facto closer um, for the Brewers because I think that's what Corey Canaval was going to be for us this year. And, um, and since he's not available, I think Jeffers makes the most sense out of the bullpen that we currently have. Uh, just because of his experience and because he's shown uh, whenever he pitches for the Brewers, he does pretty well. However, I was at Game 164 last year, about part, which was uh, the opening game of the divisional series against the um, Colorado Rockies. The Brewers, Chris Nielsen had a home run that game, too. We were up 2 nothing for most of the game. Uh, Woodruff started that game, pitched well, and uh, then what happened was <laughs> Jeremy Jeffers came in and um, – top of the ninth and gave up two runs. Luckily, Mike Mustak walked us off in the bottom of, um, in that classic game. But that really, Jeremy Jeffers was pretty bad throughout the playoffs last year uh, when we really needed him not to be. So I, I can see, you know, Vince's point of view, too, where you just don't know what we're getting from this guy. I was also tracking 
couple of rehab starts in the minor leagues, and he was giving up runs. Um, I think he made like three or four appearances, and, and uh, of those appearances, he gave up runs, I think, two or three of them. So, um, again, that could be shaking out the rust or whatever, but, uh, you know, you don't want him doing that here in the major league. Well, I, I think you're right, Scott. They'll probably just keep him back in and we'll see how it goes. But in the meantime, obviously, uh, Josh Hader is being used effectively still and I think the Brewers uh, obviously are still in first place and if, if they just get a little bit better from their starting pitching it won't put as much pressure on the bullpen overall either so I think it'll all come together I think there's definitely a lot of talent up and down um, throughout our pitching staff so um, flipping over to the offensive side which you know there's very little complaints on that side with that being said since we got a little time here so guys I was going to kind of throw out there our first base platoon of Jesus Aguilar had a you know first breakout season last year after being almost like a career minor leaguer and uh, Eric Thames who uh, came back from you know Korea and was going gangbusters uh, his first couple months at the Brewer but since then it seems like he's been very slowly going downhill <laughs> till, till his contract runs out at the end of this year and. Uh, so basically, I think that's almost the one big hole I see in our offense right now. Are you, do you have concerns with either or both of those players going forward? I mean, a little bit. I think that Jesus' uh, second half was a little concerning to me. He admitted that, you know, very publicly that he got tired, um, you know, in the second half. So his first half was about as good of a first half as you could hope for from somebody um but yeah his second half was was worrisome his start this year is worrisome um i still have some faith that he can turn it around the guy's got a lot of raw power um i think that he is uh, you know a good contact hitter for the most part so i'm not as worried maybe craig as as, as you might be but i i do think that we should at least be monitoring the situation i don't know what kind of upgrades are out there at this point i mean unless you want it to switch a guy like Shaw or Moustakis over to that position and then you play, you maybe call up the Spangenberg or somebody else at that point and you kind of shuffle the infield around a little bit. But, um, I mean, at this point, I still think our best option is probably to start Jesus, hope that he gets hot and uh, gets back in the groove and then platoon him with Thames and a very soft platoon um, at, at, at this point in the season. I think. I, I think for me personally, I'm a little bit concerned about both of them. Um, I, I think that Thames is probably the more patient hitter, but, um, I guess overall, I, they're two of the more animated and excitable players on the team. And I, I, I'm just worried that maybe that's going to lead to like them being a little bit too aggressive at the plate, start pressing. And, um, they're also two of the streakiest players on the team, in my opinion, anyway, and so obviously, you know, if one of these guys gets really hot, I mean, they could turn this whole thing around, but at, at the same time, like the longer that a slump goes, the more it gets in people's heads and it's harder to get out. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't we get a, we got a comment too, Craig, from our anonymous source, uh, Tom Carter at one point about these guys too, didn't we? Yeah. Um, TC, um, he, he said, you know, just say TC because no one knows who that is. Um, you know, you're not okay. saying Adam's like, we can just say TC. But anyway, um, okay. yeah, TC really is concerned. 
what he said to me is he actually thinks that um, if Kesson uh, Yura, our number one prospect, second baseman, keeps hitting at AAA, that he could be brought up and um, what would happen is Mustak would go over to third and Shaw would come over to first base and basically do more of a heart of the tune, meaning he would get all-starts against right-handers and um, and AER would get starts against lefties only and Zane would basically just be a depth piece. And to me, that actually made a lot of sense. I mean, Tuesday's always got a little lot of uh, good information. I thought that actually was a great plan for possibly for the second half. If there's any, if there's still this trend of um, between those guys are an issue. So I, I really think that's some nice flexibility. But with all that being said, I think Jesus Aguilar um, will come around, and I think he you know, he'll be a solid. He'll, his numbers are up being solid. It probably might not be the same as last year overall by the end of the year, but I think he'll he's a pretty solid hitter overall. Um, and I think he'll come around and hopefully get on a hot streak like Scott says and you know improve his numbers. But for right now, it, you know they're just not gotten off a great start. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, Keston Hero right now is striking out at about a 45% clip. Um, obviously, it's it's very early, but it, I think it was like around, I want to say about 40 at-bats. So um, it, not a heck of a lot, but uh, at the same time, not the start that he was hoping for. Um, but, yeah, that definitely seems like a good backup plan. Well, I think he has like four home runs and a really good average and OPS, so Scott, so um... – Obviously, he'd like to see him not strike out as much, but it's his first taste of AAA. So, we'll see. Obviously, um, the Brewers will be looking to acquire uh, players as the summer goes on, too. So, you never know. But I really think that we have enough depth to get through with the team and um, what we have in the players that we have in the high minors as well. So, we'll see. Craig, Scott got got those uh, stats from his interns, though. So, those those are spot on. Um, I guess I'm impressed with interns as much as you do. I think I actually just saw it on Twitter. So, I no, the interns have been 100% useless. But they're going to edit this taping, though. And I'm sure they're going to do a great job. So. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great, yeah. No, no problems at all. Absolutely. So, let's go over our predictions for this week. Uh, I feel like we're going to win at least one of the games against the Cardinals in that series. Um, so, we have three games <laughs> home stand against the Cardinals. Probably a four-game set against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Two teams that we really need to beat, in my opinion. So hopefully we have a great week. I will predict the Brewers will go four and three on the week. Yeah, I agree, Craig. Let's say four and three. I think that Christian Yelich is going to have a great series against the Cardinals. Uh, I, I'm going to go so far as to predict he's going to hit at least three home runs uh, against St. Louis in that series. Wow, how boring. I'm going to agree with four and three. Yeah, well, hopefully it goes better than that. But I know that, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we, we'll probably get Kershaw once in uh, that series and uh, probably be a little rusty still. And even overall, I think that and uh, Bayou, I think, is still on the shelf. So I think we're catching the batters in an okay time. They've got some injuries. And Walker Wheeler has been pretty bad on the start here. So... Maybe this is a good time catching them. Um, and, yeah, the Cardinals themselves are still have some bullpen issues. And, obviously, Goldsmith's really good. But uh, I, even though I hated looking at the schedule at the end of the year, you know, it's always tough teams that the Brewers can uh, go through this stretch for the 
middle of May uh, and and still be in first place, I think we're uh, we're gonna have a great rest of the season. Yep. So. All right. Well, unless you guys have anything else for this episode, or I think that's just what will wrap her up. Yeah, I just wanted to to thank everybody who's followed us on Twitter. We're um, up to almost 600 followers actually. Uh, um, so continue to follow us on Twitter. It's Brew Crew Review One at Twitter, and uh, continue to send us your questions. We will get them on our next podcast, Brew Crew Review Podcast with an S at gmail.com. So thanks for everybody who follows us, interacts with interacts with us on Twitter. I know that um, Scott, our social media team, and our interns are, uh, are are really enjoying the interactions on a daily basis. Um, yeah, our interns don't even know how to log into our Facebook page, so I have to make another one, I guess. I don't know. Um, oh, boy. So, yeah, no, they're they're just a train wreck. They, boy. They look like the Colorado Rockies right now. Wow. Yeah, that's not, not looking good. <laughs> not looking good. That was a good run. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, big homestand coming up. Hopefully you guys get out to Miller Park this week, and we'll see you later in the week. In the meantime, go Brewers. Yeah, go Brewers, guys. Stay classy, Wisconsin. Go Brewers. Dun, 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 dun. Dun.